0: He does have a full-time uh, joint roller, Blunt Roller Renegade Piranha, who earns more than $50,000 a year. That's a person? Yeah. You to... meant it was like a machine, a product. <laughs> no, a, that's a guy. guy. <laughs> One guy in the entourage. And his he, job is to roll his joints. Piranha claims the rapper is said to smoke up to 150 <laughs> joints a day. <laughs> that's I impossible. I, I like, don't do think math that's on that. accurate. Do
1: But anyway. This is actually an economic story. Now we've got a guy out of work. Yeah, right? <laughs>
2: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano.
1: So the Pentagon's UFO chief is stepping down next month. New York Post reporting, he recently said, several reported sightings of objects flying through the sky over the U.S. are either the work of foreign nationals or aliens warning that the latter would be the preferred scenario not sure I agree
0: with him <laughs> <laughs> because that'd be more of studying versus foreign adversaries possibly attacking or harming so I two takeaways on that statement right there he's obviously seen stuff that disturbs him so what so even if it
1: is a foreign country that is responsible for whatever Uaps or UFOs we whatever yeah. to call them now like they're doing things that worry us so I guess in that scenario like if there's an an adversarial foreign actor who's got this tech. But okay. at least we know him. I know
3: Putin. <laughs> right, yeah,
1: I know Xi. We're
0: aware of the countries. Yeah, that's
1: true. I don't know what somebody from the planet bit for. <laughs> God knows what they're for. <laughs> who knows what they want to eat. Right, who's come here to eat us, yes. So Sean Kirkpatrick, he's the head of the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office at the Pentagon was only in the job a year and a half as head of the office. The Post reports this summer he slammed the whistleblower from the same office, former intelligence officer who claimed under oath and before congressional committee that not only have we been aware of intelligent life elsewhere in the universe since the 1930s, and not only has the Pentagon and dark government forces been concealing that from the world, but that we have interacted with said life, recovered spacecraft, and even used that technology to reverse engineer our own tech. Do you believe that our
2: government is in possession of UAPs?
4: Uh, absolutely, based on interviewing uh, over 40 witnesses over four years. And, and, and where? I know the exact locations, and, and those locations were provided to the inspector general.
1: Yeah, I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you, right? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> that was,
4: we played this, what, back in June or something? There?
1: Oh, yeah. It was former Air Force intelligence officer Major David Gresh, another guy who testified before the House Committee, chaired by Wisconsin Congressman Glenn Grothman. The former Navy intelligence officer, retired Commander David Fravor, Congressman Grothman's question here.
2: Do you believe UAPs pose a potential threat to our national security?
4: Yes, and here's why. The the technology that we faced was far superior than anything that we had, and you could put that anywhere. If you, if you had one, you captured one, you reverse engineered it, you got it to work, you're talking something that can... Go into space, go someplace, drop down in a matter of seconds, do whatever it wants, and leave. And there's nothing we can do about it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: What? Come on. So these guys blow the whistle, quote-unquote. Okay. Guy at the top of the chain in the Pentagon who slammed them. Now he's resigning.
0: Hmm. So where is he going though? That's the big question. Is he like jumping on a big yacht or a catamaran and just gonna hang out in the middle of the ocean someplace? He would hope. <laughs> there are other more nefarious outcomes that are possible.
1: Oh man, like Hoffa stuff? I don't know. But I would have thought the opposite. That these that these two other guys who did that the whistleblowers end up disappearing. Right. Not the guy who slammed them. Mm. I don't know what to make of it, but Strange things afoot at the Pentagon. (laughs) Do you believe that our government is in possession of UAPs?
4: uh, Absolutely.
2: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. A new era got underway in Milwaukee. The Brewers making it official on Thursday afternoon with the promotion of Pat Murphy from bench coach to manager. Murphy speaking on the type of team. He intends to lead in 2024 and beyond. You're
3: not going to see us give in. You know, you're not going to see us. We're not going to win all the time. We're not going to please you all the time. But you know, check out who we are and, and what our team plays like. That's that's the most important thing. What do we play like? You know, um, I think it's something they can be proud of.
2: His right-hand man, associate manager, and former second baseman Ricky Weeks. Well. At his press conference, I guess you could say he's ready for some baseball.
0: Um, I'm, I'm just ready to get started right now. So again, I'm um, thank you, uh, thank you to the city of Milwaukee, Mark, Matt, Murph. Let's fucking go. <laughs> did you
1: hear? There was like right after that an initial silence. Well, were you supposed then- to laugh here? <laughs> that was going live in a lot of places. I was. Did yeah. we catch it here? Pancake. Did we dump
0: out of that? <laughs> Or did the F-bomb fly? So I was on the air with that. So I casually brought it down, turned not to freak anyone out, and said, yeah, we should probably dump out of that now. And he got it in time. So there was no F-bomb. We caught it. Yeah. FCC
1: license is good. There we go. (laughs) You go back to the
0: YouTube stream and all that, who knows? Maybe there's still a little something. Uh, I can't
1: confirm it went over the office. Like, in the office, stream. And it's the stream. And, yeah, we heard it up there.
0: (laughs) (gasps) He's ready
2: to play. <laughs> well, Let's and go. The Milwaukee Bucks returning to action tonight in their second game of the in-season tournament. They'll be in Charlotte to take on the Hornets. Bucks guard Damian Lillard was asked about his thoughts on the in-season tournament and what the motivating factor is behind
3: these games. Prize in the end is what everybody's wanting to get to. So, um, you know, I think that that puts a little bit higher stakes on the games and it gives us something to, to get up for. As a, a leader and somebody who cares about your teammates, especially your younger teammates, you got guys on two-way contracts, guys who, you know, trying to earn their stay. You know, that prize in the end could be, it could change their families' lives. And I think you don't want to, you know, make everything about money, but that's something that we can do.
2: That prize that Lillard is talking about is $500,000. Tip-off time for tonight is set for 6 p.m. Of course, you can tune in right here on WTMJ, your home of the Bucks. And lastly, high school football starting to wrap up their season, but not before some last-second game-winning drama for a state title. The call on ESPN Madison as Stratford kicked a game-winning field goal to win it all. So it'll be an untimed down at the 15-yard line of Darlington. Stratford will have one play looking for back-to-back state championships. The lines are down. Good snap. Plattner's kick is up, and it is good! Lorenz Platner from Play. 32 yards out, I'm and Darlington. Stratford's gonna win a back-to-back state championships, 10 to 7 over Darlington.
3: What a ball game!
2: Some other final scores around the Badger State on Thursday: in the Division Seven, Egger beats Blackhawk 36 to six; Division Five, Aquinas knocks down Wrightstown 32 to 13; and in Division Four, Lodi beating Luxembourg Casco 38 to 14 divisions 1, 2, and 3 are all scheduled for later today at Camp Randall. Did you mention Hero Plattner Is a German foreign exchange student? Is that I thought I think I saw that video <laughs> circulating on on social media. <laughs> yeah, come
1: to Deutschland. Yeah. <laughs> really doesn't kick. I guess they used him for extra points, but that was like not his thing. Should have had a German call on that's that. That's one <laughs> way. Das, das ist gut. Ja! hat <laughs> <laughs> gewonnen. 620 on Wisconsin's morning news. I'm excited to hear about this. Eric had an opportunity to sit down with one of the great journalists of all time, Bob Woodward, in town.
0: Yeah, he was in Waukesha. He spoke uh, to a large group of people last night at UWM Waukesha campus. And I was able to catch him beforehand, me and a couple of other reporters, uh, Matt Smith from Channel 12 and Isabella, a reporter from Waukesha Freeman. We all just got to sit and chat. With Bob Woodward for Where a half you start hour? with that guy? Right. A million questions, <laughs> yeah, right? How yes. long do you have, Mr. Right. Woodward? Absolutely. So we did get into President Trump. Now, you may remember the former president uh, gave access, unlimited access, to Woodward during his final year in office. And Woodward talked about how, like, the phone would ring at any random time, and it could be the current commander-in-chief at that
3: time. We would be at home that year, and the phone would ring, and we would think, is it one of our two daughters? Is it a friend? Is it a robocall? Or is it Donald Trump? And would often be Donald Trump.
0: <laughs> so, so
1: he was. Uh, well, his point was nobody calls anybody anymore. Right, we yeah. text. We whatever. Right. And
3: then hello, and then there he
0: was. And he always had a kind of a list of questions that he would get into with them. But yeah, it would just kind of happen. And then of course he released those tapes earlier this year, which had some stuff about COVID and whatnot. Talked a little bit about uh, Joe Biden being eighty years old. He
3: also is eighty. I happen to be eighty also, and. Eighties, not thirty-seven or forty-seven or fifty-seven or sixty-seven, and presidency is hard. Is eighty too
2: old to be president?
3: I mean, who is it? Is eighty too old to be a reporter? My wife asks that question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) he, He is still writing a book. He's writing a book now about the Ukraine war and how that's tied into politics and how that's tied into the Middle East. So uh, he was asked, you know, when is that going to be released? And he's like, as soon as possible, got to get moving on these books Uh, back to being 80 years old, though. So there's been a lot of talk about what's going to happen in this next election. He's he's not certain that all automatically it's Trump and Biden. He goes, hey, you have no idea what could happen. Anything could happen as far as who will be the nominee on the GOP side and even on the Democratic side. He brought up
3: 1968, 1968 was a year similar to this coming year war violence politics and Lyndon Johnson who was sitting president withdrew from running do you you know when? March of 1968 so the equivalent would be this coming March five months away not saying it's going to happen but could I mean, that's could, amazing
0: yeah. to think of that. And again, he's not suggesting. Did you feel like you needed to answer his question? Do you know when? <laughs> yeah. uh, is this a question? <laughs>
3: there, there were a couple of times.
0: <laughs> and he got into, there, he, and he did. He's like, well, what do you think? I'm like, ah. Uh, <clears> but yes, he, it was fascinating because he got into what he talked about what he did with W. And he would send George W. Bush like 150 questions and be like, here, here's what I want to ask you. And, like, some reporters would be like, Why are you giving him all the questions you want to ask? And he had a profound answer to that. We'll get into that in the eight o'clock hour as to what he was able to learn and the history that he was able to get by providing some of this. That was not gotcha, but more of hey, I want you to think about this list because this is what I want to dive into. Uh, great stuff from Woodward. Uh, we'll bring back some of that later on in the show. Eight o'clock this morning, uh, right after the top of the hour news, we'll get into it.
1: Bucks return to in-season tournament play tonight. Brandon Snide looks ahead in sports at six
2: forty-five.
0: One of the biggest names in rap says he's giving up one of the vices he's known for. It's perhaps the most shocking story of twenty twenty-three. Legendary marijuana smoker Snoop Dogg says he's done smoking weed. He posted on Instagram Thursday that, quote, after much
1: consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. He added, please respect my
0: privacy at this time. It's <laughs> unclear if he's joking or being serious. At one point, Snoop admitted smoking around 25 joints a day. and <laughs> 25. So lot of Please respect here. my privacy. Like he's lost a family right. <laughs> member. So hey, don't come knocking on my door asking me about the smoke. I'm going to be. <laughs> right. So I think there's something else going on here. Like, you know, one thought is, is he launching an edibles company or something? Is he going to push that? Uh, But he did tell the mail online once that, like, being a grandfather has changed him. And one of them was, like, his concern for how he lives, how he moves, what he's doing, who he's associated with, what he's putting into his body. So this could just be one of those things. He does have a full-time... Uh, joint roller, blunt roller renegade Piranha, who earns more than $50,000 a That's a, a year. person?
1: Yeah. You a... meant it was like a machine, a product. <laughs> no, a, that's a guy.
0: guy. <laughs> One guy in the entourage, and his he... job is to roll his joints. Piranha claims the rapper is said to smoke up to 150 <laughs> joints a day. <laughs> that's I impossible. I, I like, do don't think the math that's good. That. But anyway. This is actually an economic story now. We've got a guy out of work. Yeah, right. What's Piranha going to do now? So Snoop has said that he smokes 81 blunts per day. This guy said 25, and the other guy says 150, whatever. He smokes a lot of weed, and now he claims he's done.
1: (laughs) Embattled New York Congressman George Santos out with a post on social media. It begins with the words, my year from hell. And ends, Eric, with Happy Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> and now is he telling the truth? Has it really been a year from hell? Tell me lies, tell
1: me sweet little
0: lies. I mean, I'm just going to go defend myself.
1: I made a mistake. And I think humans are flawed. And we all make mistakes. I think we can all look at ourselves in the mirror and admit that once in our life we made a mistake. The latest, Congressman Santos now saying he will not run for re-election next year. after the House S, House Ethics Committee dropped a 56-page report on its investigation into Congressman. ABC's Rena Roy.
0: Investigators saying Santos, who represents parts of Queens and Long Island, blatantly stole from his campaign by allegedly spending campaign funds
3: on personal things. These include OnlyFans, the Internet Content Subscription Service, his rent, trips to Atlantic City, skin treatments including Botox,
0: and thousands of dollars in purchases at designer stores including Ferragamo and Hermes. Did
1: you see her almost cough the OnlyFans <laughs> and online <clears throat> subscription service oh boy so not sure what congress is going to do with the new information the house already voted once to expel him fell short of the votes needed to do that ethics committee is planning to turn over its report to the department of justice for its continued prosecution could be another vote
0: (laughs) how is this getting this much attention (laughs) because can we just be done why are they doing this just kick him out and move on well they didn't last time he was
1: complaining about due process i told you about his post He continues to deny wrongdoing further from the social media post. Looking back today, I know one thing politics is indeed dirty, dirty from the very bottom (laughs) up consultants, (laughs) operatives, the opposition, the party and more. The one thing I never knew was that the process in Congress was dirty. I will continue to fight for what I believe in. I will never back down. He is promising a November 30th news conference, 8 a.m. on the Capitol steps. I encourage all members of the press to attend.
2: No clue of what you guys are talking about. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Bucks in-season tournament continues on tonight in Charlotte as they get set to take on the Hornets. The Bucks are currently 1-0 in tournament play. That tip-off time for tonight is set for 6 p.m. In baseball, Shohei Otani and Ronald Acuna Jr. were each named the most valuable players of their respective leagues in unanimous fashion on Thursday. And lastly, the NFL Week 11 slate kicked off on Thursday night as the Baltimore Ravens beat the Cincinnati Bengals by a final score of 34-20. to It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's morning news. Here's Brendan Snide. The Milwaukee Bucks are currently 7-4 and four to begin their season and to no one's surprise have already heard the pounds of criticism following this start going into this season. The expectations really since 2021 have now been championship or bust. And on September 27th, those expectations likely increased massively with the fan base with the shocking addition of a top 75 player of all time in Damian Lillard. Some of the outrage, though, I can understand to a certain extent. It is warranted. I get it. The team on defense and at times on On offense has regressed from where they were just a season ago, but with a much newer team than a season ago. Not sure why folks didn't think this could be a reality for this team in at least the first few months. it in mind, all-star Chris Middleton is still on a restriction minutes following off-season knee surgery. The Bucks' Big Three, when they all play together, have won way more games than they have lost. They have proven in just a short amount of time that with time, this will get sorted out. Unfortunately, now in this day and age, folks all want instant gratification with every Everything. And if they don't get it, demanding change is their next resort. Look, calling for a head coach 25% into his season after winning seven of their first 11 games might be the most asinine thing I've ever heard or read. At the end of all of this, I have no idea how Coach Griffin will turn out. There is no data to suggest it will go one way or another. But what I do know is I'm not making a judgment call on the head coach before we hit Thanksgiving.
1: A teammate from ESPN, at Milwaukee, Gabe Neitzel. Gabe, you covered a lot of high school football in your day. I have the play-by-play. Yes. And yeah. That. Oh, are man. you going up
4: to Madison? Today? I am. I'm doing the. Uh, for, so our our station in Madison does all the, the the games. So they had all four championship games yesterday. They have all three today. So myself and Mike Pudol, who typically have done the uh, Catholic Memorial games this year over on 94.5, we've got the Division One game tonight. We've got uh, Franklin and Marquette.
1: Eric, do you have a prediction in that game? <laughs> I think because I think, Eric's kids go to Sussex Hamilton, Franklin yes. boat
0: rolled Hamilton. So <laughs> I, I,
1: assume, I, I assume Franklin to do very Usually well. Usually it's tonight. a boat race, but he was so bad they just rolled
4: him. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> a log race. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Eric earlier called it a
1: dancing.
0: <laughs> so laser beamed them. So
1: I, I have seen state Franklin. championships. Yeah. Franklin's underway. a really good team. We had, what, four games yesterday? Four games
4: yesterday: D70, 65, and D4.
1: In the D6 championship, Brandon, do you have the game-winning call? We have a so few So it'll goal. be
2: an untimed down at the 15-yard line Zero of Darlington. Stratford will have one play looking for Score's back-to-back tough. state championships. The lines are down. Good snap. Platner's kick is up, and it is good! Lorenz Plattner from play. 32 yards out. Yeah,
3: Darlington.
4: Lorenz Plattner from Germany. I believe that was his second kick of the year. His first one he missed just moments earlier when they had an opportunity to take the lead on a field goal. So then they gave him another chance and he drilled it. The foreign exchange student giving a school a state championship. Yeah, Amerikanische Fußball. (laughs) (laughs) Lorenz Plattner. Der Tritt ist hoch. Der Tritt ist hoch genug. Der Tritt ist lang genug. That's good. <laughs> is good.
0: Now is that him talking?
4: <laughs> Stratford, come on in.
1: Yeah. Oh, so good. This kid gives an interview after with WKOW Sports Director uh, Carly Morata. Here he is talking about this field goal. I thank the holder. I thank the line. I thank everyone in the team for such an amazing experience for me.
4: And of course, all the Stratford fans in the back. I thank all of them. Yeah, I thank all the fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean Plotner. How many um, foreign exchange students get to experience something like that? Like you win a state championship in a sport, you know, like right. you're just rolling up. And most kids who are like foreign exchange students aren't familiar necessarily with the game. Sure. And, you know, and here he kicks the game winning field goal. <laughs> I'm so happy
1: for this. For, it's, it, it's a really cool story. He said he didn't even think he was going to make it here. Here's one more cut from him in the interview. I have it written out here. Just like practice, <laughs> I, I
2: thought just like practice, just do it like practice, because we practiced hard, uh, last week I practiced my kicks, and I, I really thought I'm gonna miss
1: this
4: one, but I made it. I made it. So I'm right I mean, do I care? I mean, <laughs> screw Aaron Rodgers' manifestation crap. Right. This kid doesn't need that.
1: He wrote on his forearm just, just like, like practice. practice. I didn't. I couldn't see if he wrote it in German. I assume he did. That's his language. Stratner.
3: Oh, good.
4: Well, and meanwhile, in the <laughs> for the Division Platinum. Four game last night, so Luxembourg Casco, uh, they unfortunately lost to Lodi, but they do not have school today up in Luxembourg. Now, the official story is they didn't have enough staff to safely supervise the children, was what they had said, okay. because so many people had asked for for the day off. sure. Uh, okay. But also because traditionally, like, this has to be the week for state high school football. Like, it has to be. It always has been. Like, back when I played in high school, like, it it was insane. Like, our last regular season game would be on a Wednesday. Then if you made the playoffs, you would play Tuesday, and then you would play Saturday. You're playing, like, three games, and then, you know, more research about concussions comes out, and everyone's like, ah, you can't do that. Those bad ideas to play three games in, like, ten days. So... They backed up the season. That's where the season starts so early because, and, and again, there's a lot of speculation out there that part of the reason why a lot of the staff is taking off, not only were they playing in the state championship game, you have deer hunting season <laughs> oh, starting yeah. tomorrow. tomorrow. Which is kind of a big deal Well, because Yeah, and, and especially for the games yesterday, like the Division you know, 7, 6, a lot of schools that might be smaller up north yep, type sure, schools. Sure. Like if they had, if state was next week, let's say, mm-hmm. or they did it Saturday, Sunday, whatever, There are certainly families that would choose to go deer hunting versus playing (laughs) for a state championship. So you just—that's why this has always (laughs) been the way it has to be because deer hunting is such a big thing. Are you? Do you hunt? I used to. Um, So when I was in high school, um, we like I would always go up. I was a terrible hunter, like just straight up bad. How are you a bad hunter? Taking naps. Like, I would always have a little radio, so I'm listening to the Badger game. Oh, you're not supposed to do to the that. Packer just, game. supposed to enjoy the, yeah, the solitude. Like, with, right. Yeah, just be one with nature. Yeah. No, that was not me. Like, I was I was awful. It was more of a bonding experience sure. um, okay, with fine. my dad and uncles and cousins. And we had some land. I grew up in Horicon. Um, the family land was in Portage. And, I mean, I, I, I got one deer one time. In that season, I shot at, I don't know, a handful of deer. Like some guys go two weeks they don't see one. Well, so you were firing on you were firing on multiple. So targets. I was a little groggy. I just woke up from a nap. And, <laughs> and about thirty yards away, I see that you know see a good size looking buck. Well, there you whoa. go. Okay, so you know slowly grab the gun, bring it up, click the safety off, boom. The deer, I like guys. This guy, this thing was thirty yards away. I swear to God, it didn't move. <laughs> 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 like it just, and like I, I swear, it looked at me. Like, huh? <laughs> fired again, and then it just kind of ran off. Like, fine, I'll placate you. I'll run away. Like, <laughs> and, <laughs> you were so far from it. Did you move. Yeah, like That's you would a bad think. Shot, you would. You would think like just the sound yes. alone. <laughs> Would just like scare it to run away. No, the deer somehow knew that like, nope. I was not the one that <laughs> was going to be, you know, like, oh, it was so bad. And I, I, I shot at so many deer and I missed. I finally did get one, but I had cousins telling me, yeah, we're going to get you one of those Rambo like shoulder straps, yes. which just loads you up with ammo <laughs> next next year. Oh, I was terrible I like the I idea was of so the look bad. back from the deer. <laughs> so bad.
1: Thank you, Gabe. Well, happy hunting. <sighs>
3: Dem Feld der Mond.